Deontay Wilder versus Dominic Brazil. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. Deontay, the bronze bomber, Wilder, 40 victories, zero losses, one draw. Of those 40 wins, 39 are inside the distance. Brazil, 20 wins, one loss. Of his 20 wins, 18 are inside the distance. He was stopped in his lone defeat. Currently, Wilder is a minus 875 favorite that is a straight line. Brazil comes back at plus 685. Fight will go, won't go 12 full rounds. Won't go minus 440. Will go plus 350. Fight is a draw plus 45 to 1. Wilder wins inside minus 297. Brazil wins inside plus 1105. Wilder wins by decision, plus 459. Brazil wins by decision, plus 1497. You can see on the surface it's pretty wide. I mean, it could be actually a little bit wild, uh, a little bit wider in favor of Wilder based off name recognition. But if you look at where it opened, most of the money has just been on Wilder. Like, the books didn't go crazy with the opening line. They opened them roughly minus 500. Personally, I think that's pretty low. But I get it because Wilder's one of those guys. He has a lot of tools, but he has a lot of vulnerabilities as well. And I've been a huge critic of Wilder. I'll say this from the start. A huge critic. I think his technique is absolutely atrocious most of the time. I think his competition up until the the last few fights has been atrocious. I think his record is inflated because of that. You You can knock out a lot of tomato cans. I think that's mostly what his career has been, getting the right guys at the right time and taking advantage of that. And listen, that's nothing new. People have been doing that forever. But if you look at his record... Up until his last few fights, it really was that way. I give him credit for the Luis Ortiz fight because I'm pretty big on the 90-year-old Ortiz. The guy's amazing shape, can fight amazing for a 100-year-old man. Uh, the Fury fight was was pretty much a boxing lesson for most of the most of the fight, but Wilder's power saw through and made that fight closer than probably what most people thought it should have been. I know a lot of people thought Fury won that fight. Um, Wilder didn't have a lot of success, but when he did, you saw what happened, and of course you had the 12th round as well. Um, then you have like rematches with Stavern when Stavern was basically a shell. You have guys like Gerald Washington and Chris Ariola. Um, you have guys like Eric Molina, Malik Scott. We're going back a lot of years. These, they, they, I mean, these guys are okay. They're not what you think a top, top-notch, uh, world-dominating, you know, the man that wants to be 
the one face that holds all the belt and this, that, and the other. Those aren't the type of guys that you want to see him in against. And then you get into the politics of this bullshit with the Fury fight not coming off with a rematch. If there was ever a case for a rematch, it's that fight. And I'm talking immediate. You had Fury boxing his socks off of most of the most of the fight, but Deontay scoring two knockdowns with the amazing knockdown in the twelfth round, where it looked like Fury was totally out in a fight that most people had Wilder losing up until that point, and it was the come from behind, and then Fury pops up, and then we go to the scorecards and we get a draw, whether you agree with that or not. It, the writing's on the wall right there. It's perfect setup for a rematch, and it doesn't happen. And then you have the big offer to Wilder to go to DAZN with a guarantee of two fights against uh, Anthony Joshua, and he doesn't take the deal. A lot of money, and he claims he wants to fight uh, Anthony Joshua and that he's chasing him and Anthony's do- uh, ducking and dodging him. And he gets a gigantic offer and he doesn't take it. And he's t- is still talking smack about how AJ's running from him and that the fight will eventually happen and blah, 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 blah. That's why people get sick of boxing and the politics involved. Because I get everybody's looking out for their own and you have different promoters and networks and you've got to be able to get as much money as you can. But you can't run your mouth, in my opinion, about AJ. Talk all the smack, get a legitimate huge offer and guaranteed fights with AJ. That's the other thing. It wasn't just a big money deal to say, come over to the zone and maybe you'll get AJ. This was guaranteed two fights against AJ. And he turned it down. How can you say you want AJ? It wasn't like they threw chump change at him and gave him AJ. It wasn't like they threw a lot of money at him and didn't give him AJ. They gave him AJ and the money and he turned it down. So in my opinion, all that's just fluff from here on out. With Deontay Wilder talking about the uh, zone and Hearn and all these guys running from him. I don't believe it at all. In all honesty, because that fight was that would have been made. We would be watching that right now had he went and crossed over uh, to the zone and made a whole bunch of money that he probably could never spend in his lifetime. He seems pretty, pretty intelligent when it comes to that, not going crazy with his money and being too super flashy. I mean, you see a little bit here and there, but he seems to be a a decent enough family guy that, you know, takes care of his daughter and this, that and the other. So that's life changing money that he was offered and he he didn't take it and i think fury has a point in their build up when he was talking about how wilder is american and he's not really well known with a record of 40 and 0 39 ko's you would think he would be a household name everywhere i mean everybody should know who this guy is he's huge he's 6 7 he's got a awesome physique he's not overweight he's exciting he's vulnerable why why isn't he and then to turn down a huge payday like that, a three-fight deal, I believe it was, with two against AJ guaranteed. Uh, it just makes zero sense to me. No, it really doesn't. Like, if you want to fight the best, like he claims, and you want your worth, you know, that you feel that you're worth as far as dollars and cents goes, I believe everything was packaged well. But for whatever reason, that didn't happen, and he's uh, he's fighting the great Brazil instead of Fury or AJ. So this is a bit of a letdown. I think the public thinks it's going to be a whitewash. Um, you can see that by the lines of the books were a little bit less in that regard because they didn't open Wilder as a huge favorite. When you look at the lines now, 
you can see that there's been a big, big shift. So the fight go doesn't go to a decision. The books open that at 285. The same thing with the Wilder open at being right around 5. The, the books opened it fairly low, fairly decent, and then the public hit it. So it opened 285, the public hit it to 440. Wilder opens roughly at 5, and the public hits it to 875. So you can see where the money's going and what the public thinks is going to happen in this fight. It's the same thing with the Wilder wins inside. The books only opened him at minus 190. The public has knocked him up almost 3 to 1. So a lot of this determines, a lot of this with the lines right now is probably going to be determined with what you think is going on, how, how you see the fight. Meaning, if you got in early, then there were some lines that you could play that were a little bit better than what you're going to get now. For example... If you look at the uh, fight won't go to a decision, open it at minus 285. If you compare that to where we're sitting now with Wilder wins inside at minus 297, that's a no-brainer, right? The fight won't go. You're getting both guys at minus 285. The issue is now the won't go is minus 440. So because if you've waited and you haven't bet yet, now your options are a little bit different because to get that same bet of the under, you've got to lay 440. So automatically, if you're favoring Wilder and you think that he's probably going to come out on top, you're going to have to immediately start looking at Wilder wins inside. And to do that, you're going to have to lay almost 3 to 1 when had you looked at that earlier, you got you would have gotten 190. So you can see how the line movements have moved all in the direction of Wilder. I personally don't believe that they're going to shift back. He would have to get super high, and I don't see that happening. He may hit 1,000 straight, but I don't see the public being too high on Brazil. They probably don't even know who the hell he really is. They look him up. They see he lost to AJ by knockout. They consider Wilder to be, you know, one of the hardest punching fighters in the division. And so the money's been flowing on Wilder. Now, if it gets astronomic, you know, 12, 13, 14, and you see his inside going up to four, five, yeah, you may get some tr uh, some sprinkles of money on Brazil, but I think overall the trend is going to continue with Wilder going higher and higher. And like I said, unless it gets stupid crazy, then you're going to get something, just people going, hey, you know, anything can happen. Wilder is vulnerable. As far as what Brazil brings to this, I mean, his his biggest fight he lost he, he's a come forward guy. He's a pressure guy. He does do it behind the jab, but his jab is kind of sloppy. I don't, I, he doesn't necessarily drop it, but he pushes it out there and he's very, very vulnerable to right hands. That's a huge problem when you're fighting Deontay Wilder. He's got a rocket of a right hand. Not to mention Wilder, in my opinion, is a much faster guy. So I think Wilder is going to have a heyday of shooting the right hand over that push jab. While uh, Brazil tries to come forward behind the jab, but he just pushes it, pushes it, pushes it. You've seen that Deontay's not afraid to throw. And if he sees that this jab is coming out and that push type of jab that's very slow... He's going to be able to time a right hand over the top. Everybody almost does it with Brazil. In my opinion, Brazil gets hit way too much. And I know there's talk about you're able to push Deontay Wilder back. He doesn't fight well going back. He does like to use his height and reach. He likes to dictate the pace. He also likes to dictate the distance. 
But Brazil takes a lot of damage to fight that way. It takes a lot of damage coming forward to get into the distance that he likes to fight. They're both roughly 6'7". I think Wilder does do better with guys that are shorter than taller. I think you saw that with Fury. But Wilder uh, is facing a guy in Brazil that fights totally different than a Tyson Fury. He fights totally different than a boxer or mover. He's going to be right in the face of Deontay Wilder. And more often than not, when you're straight in the face of Wilder, you pay the price and you lose, generally by knockout. So in my opinion, for Brazil to upset upset the apple cart he's gonna have to do something he normally doesn't do and that's get hit less i think against lesser fighters he's been hit he's been dropped he's been hurt and of course aj knocked him out i don't think aj's a lesser fighter than wilder but even in the previous fights that brazil has been in he's been hurt and dropped and swollen like his he takes damage man his face swells up he he's i don't want to call him a straight you know punching bag but he does take a lot of abuse, and you can't take a lot of abuse with Wilder. A guy who was slick like Fury took almost no abuse, but when he got hit, it was serious problems for him. And I don't consider Brazil to be at that level of Fury as far as skill set goes. And so he's going to try to come forward. The danger for Deontay Wilder, and it's the same across the board in almost every single one of his fights is when he gets stupid sloppy wild if he gets stupid uh, stupid sloppy and wild his punches become very very wide and telegraphed and he loses a bit of that speed that he has when he throws them straight and that's where it would be a danger for him against brazil because brazil will go forward and he would be inside of those looping punches and that's where he could do real damage on deontay wilder if you can get Deontay Wilder to throw those crazy sloppy punches, you have an opportunity to shoot down the middle. That, in my opinion, is the best and probably only chance Brazil has. Push back Deontay Wilder behind the jab. Get Deontay to throw looping punches and try to time him straight down the middle before he gets you. That's basically the game plan for Dominic Brazil. I believe he has to get in to that distance where he can defend those looping punches from Wilder and land his own straighter shots down the middle. I mean, there's an abundance of tape out there of Wilder just being stupid, crazy, unbelievable footwork off balance, punches that are literally coming from the floor. I mean, just complete chaos that you got you would say who is this guy if you didn't know who he was you would say who is this guy he must be fighting to total tomato cans so there are opportunities there and that's one of the things that makes it exciting when you watch Deontay Wilder listen I'm not a Deontay Wilder fan I think he talked a big game and when push came to shove he didn't step up especially with the AJ fight um, I think he talked a big game against Tyson Fury and basically got his ass boxed off until he landed a couple big punches. And I believe even Fury in that fight hurt Deontay Wilder and Fury's not a puncher. Uh, I'm not sold on Deontay as a package, as this big bad super champion. I think he's had limited competition, been positioned correctly. And when he stepped up against the guy who was 450 pounds a couple years ago and been out of the action for a couple years, he really 
really struggled and looked ordinary. He looked timid. He wasn't letting his punches go. He was afraid of the counter punches from Fury. Fury is not a big puncher, but he was able to land on Deontay Wilder clean. Again, in my opinion, I believe he had an opportunity to put Deontay Wilder down, but Fury was in his counter punching mode. If they rematch, I, I don't know if Fury would open up a little more uh, whoop ass on him. If he did, I believe there was opportunities there where he could have probably put Deontay down, if not put him down, at least visibly wobbled him. But the fight played out like it did. You can't discount Deontay Wilder's power. And another thing, I believe Deontay Wilder has heart. I believe he has dog in him. He is willing to go to war. He's not going to just go down without a fight. If you take him out, you're going to have to you're going to have to go to war with him. You're going to have to be the bigger better man there. You're going to have to take your licks to get your own and you're going to have to be willing to go what to go through hell like he's willing to go through. So, even though I think Wilder isn't what everybody cracks him up to be as far as in the top 3, I do give him credit for what he does bring. He does bring massive punching power. Even though it's sloppy a lot of times and not thrown correctly, you can't dispute the results. It works, so far at least. Um, he does have heart. I've seen, We've seen it. You've seen him in, in deep waters. He brings us power late. I mean, he, he believes in himself. He doesn't quit trying. Even in the Fury fight where he was having massive amounts of rounds where he's not really throwing, you saw what happened in the last round. He does believe in himself that he can get you out of there with one punch. There's also the bad blood going into this fight with the hotel issues with uh, Wilder's brother and Brazil and Brazil and Wilder's team and punches thrown and this, that, and the other. So I'm sure there's going to be some bad blood there. And generally, Deontay... When he, when he has that anger about him, he comes out a little more aggressive. And at the same token, he can get a little bit wide, wide in that. Like, Wilder is a perfect name for him because the dude is wild. Like, wilder. He really is wild. The majority of the time, he's, he's sloppy. When he's not stopping, he throws a straight right hand right down the middle like he did against the Vern a few times. It's a really clean, hard, fast punch. I wish he would fight more often like that. But his tendencies are just to keep doing what's working. and So he throws haymakers and if he can hit you on the side of the head or to the body, it doesn't really matter because he has so much power that he's been able to get away with making these mistakes. Now... Once somebody is able to take advantage of those and actually give him an official L, maybe that would change. But until that happens, I just don't see that changing. Sometimes he's more disciplined than other times. But generally, anytime you watch him, it's even if he goes three rounds, at some point he's getting wild. So if it's a 12-round fight, then you have lots of opportunities to catch Deontay in between his wild punches. If it's a three-round fight, you have less, but there's still opportunities. The problem is the dude hits so freaking hard that he puts people in a shell. Kind of like how he went in a shell against Fury because he couldn't land and he was getting countered. That's what happens when people fight uh, Deontay Wilder. They go into a shell. They don't want to open up, even though there's opportunities because of the way that his punching power is that if you make a mistake, if you mistime something, if you don't catch one of those looping shots, it can put you down and completely out. So it's very dangerous 
for fighters to say, okay, he's going to throw, I'm going to throw. Very dangerous because if you didn't time it right, if you weren't 100% right, there's a chance that you may lose the fight right then and there. So it's a tough, tough task for most people. Even though Deontay Wilder is severely flawed, in my opinion, I understand why people have trouble with him because he brings one of the biggest things you need in the heavyweight division, which is punching power. Of course, his durability has been questioned in the past, but if you compare the two, I'm not so I'm not so sure that Wilder's chin is worse than Brazil. Brazil seems like he's that tough, gritty guy that takes it and takes it. But a, a right hand from Deontay Wilder, you know, and a right hand from Carlos Negron is a big difference, right? Like, like there's a level there to the punching power. Like, you could maybe take Eric Molina's right hand, but Deontay Wilder's right hand's a little bit different. So you may be able to take four of Molina's right hands to your face, and you may not even be able to take one from Deontay Wilder. So... That's the, that's the issue that Brazil is facing here is a defensive liability issue. I think it plays right into Deontay Wilder's hands the way he fights. Even though I get the critics that are saying Wilder doesn't fight as well going back as he does going forward, that's 100% true. Like even in the Fury fight, when times he tries the box, he was trying to catch Fury coming in. His punch out put goes down. Normally he just throws a wide looping right hand that Fury could either catch or he could see a mile away and step away. Especially because Fury was 6'7". You got to look at Brazil being 6'7 as well. So I know he's going to try to push Deontay back. It just depends on how much he's able to push Deontay back. Meaning how much of the real estate he's actually able to gain. I think that depends on Deontay and his mindset. If he wants to go back and try to catch Brazil coming forward, he might have a more difficult time. Even though I don't believe Brazil has anywhere near the level of defense that Tyson Fury does. And I think even if Wilder is going back, his punch out put will probably drop. I've noticed that about him. He's not as aggressive. He's not he doesn't throw as many combinations when he's going back. It's not his natural way to fight. He can do it, but it's definitely not where he's most comfortable. He's most comfortable either standing his ground or going forward. Normally when he's going forward, he gets really wide and really sloppy. A lot of his work that he does when he's doing his best work is when his feet are stationary, when he's actually standing, waiting for the guy to throw, and then he'll throw. So if Brazil pushes him back, it depends on how much he pushes him back. If Wilder gets into the, I'm going to move back and try to catch Brazil coming forward, his punch out put will probably go down. But because Brazil gets hit with the right hand so much, there is an opportunity for Wilder to catch him with that looping overhand right and do serious damage if not drop him or stop him. So that is still a possibility where with Tyson Fury it was a lot more difficult. He had almost zero success when he was going back. He had to really bite down on the gum shield and press forward to get Tyson. The last knockdown you saw in the 12th round, he was standing stationary there or more going forward towards Tyson. The same thing with the first knockdown where Tyson was up against the ropes. Deontay was pressing. When he tried to do this, I'm going to catch you, uh, Fury's just too good defensively. He couldn't do it. But with Brazil, he may be able to get away with that. So if you see Wilder going back in this fight against Brazil, I wouldn't get too discouraged.
discouraged, especially if it's early and he's still looping the right hand. The problem with Wilder, if you're taking him inside, is sometimes, like I said, his punch output goes down and the rounds can go by as he's trying to lay a trap. The good thing is Brazil gets hit a lot. So when he's trying to lay those traps, even if there's a little bit of time going in between when he throws the right hand, it's not going to take many right hands, in my opinion, to really start changing the tide against Brazil. One, his face swells up, and two, I'm not sold on the fact that he can take a lot of right hands like he has throughout his career uh, against Wilder. I just believe if Wilder is landing those wilder right hands, Brazil's probably going to be in trouble and at least knocked down. How the fight plays out after that depends on how much time is in the round, where we're at as far as overall in the fight. Are we early in the fight, late in the fight, mid in the fight? Uh, If Wilder gets him out of there. I do lean towards Wilder probably getting him out of there simply because Wilder is a big puncher and Brazil gets hit a lot. I don't care how durable you are, it's very dangerous to go in there against Wilder and take shots. You saw that against Luis Ortiz. Ortiz has been proven to be pretty durable, especially for a 90-year-old man. He had good counterpunching ability and a skill set. I really liked him in that fight. He gave Deontay Wilder a scare, but you saw the heart determination of Wilder to come back. You also saw the late power in the Ortiz fight. He didn't end Ortiz early. He ended him, I believe, in the ninth round. You saw that power carried over in the Tyson Fury fight. And in that fight, he faced a mountain of struggles where he was missing a lot of punches. Uh, His punch output uh, dwindled. He was losing a lot of those rounds. And he still was able to make the fight almost over with a single punch. And I said that going into that fight, like Deontay Wilder only needs a single punch to end a fight, even if he's losing 12 of the 12 rounds with 30 seconds left, he can literally change the fight with one punch and turn your lights out. For Brazil, that's hard to overcome. You you have to factor that in. How do you overcome that? You better get him before he gets you because you just simply take too much. You take too much punishment. Brazil was going to come forward. He's going to be right in the face of Wilder and he's going to be getting hit. It's that simple. Now, can he hit Wilder? Yeah, Wilder can be hit, but you've got to get to Wilder more often than he's getting to you because I don't think Brazil would necessarily lay Wilder out with one shot. I think he could stun him, wobble him, maybe even drop him. But when you're in that type of fight, anything can happen because Wilder does have that dog in him. And if you do hurt him, if he is able to survive, he's not out of the fight, man. He will keep coming back until one of you is gone. You saw that in the Ortiz fight. Like, I'm going to get you or you're going to get me. It was the same thing in the Fury fight. Like, I haven't been able to get you consistently, but I'm still going to try to get you. He does have that. So for Brazil, that presents a problem because... Even if you have limited success against Wilder, if you don't get him out of there, he's still always trying to get you out. He's 100% trying to take your head off. I don't like the stuff where he talks about, I want a body on my record and stuff like that. I don't know if that's hyperboil or if that's legitimate. That's changed fighters' entire careers when they've damaged somebody severely in the ring and sometimes they're never the same because mentally that's a very 
difficult thing to deal with when you've either killed somebody or severely injured them and they have wives and families and kids. So I don't like to hear that talk from Wilder. I hope it's just promotion. But he fights that way, man. He really is trying to hurt people. I have to admit that, like, he really is trying to put your head through the ring. I mean, he's trying to drive you through the ground when he hits you. And you can see when he throws with his power punches, it's with every ounce of his being. He is totally trying to rip your head completely off your shoulders. For a guy that takes as much abuse and flush punches as Brazil, that's a dangerous, dangerous game to play. I don't see how Brazil adds a wrinkle to this. If he's going to win this fight, it's because he got to Wilder. I don't see him being able to outbox Wilder over the course of 12 rounds and lay a trap that way. Fury is an amazing boxer as far as 6-7 in that footwork. And he wasn't able to stay away from Wilder the entire night. He still had to overcome two knockdowns. And the last one would have put most people out, down and out for sure. So I don't think Brazil has the wheels to do that. And I think if you saw him doing that, it would be a case like Wilder's power is severely getting to him. And he's just trying to survive at that point. And if Wilder knows that, he's just going to walk you down. He's not afraid to walk people down. He's not afraid to get in exchanges. And that's what makes him exciting because he's vulnerable when he gets in exchanges. He's vulnerable because he throws these looping shots. And even though they have power, you saw with like Ortiz, you can shoot straight down the middle and you can hit him. I've never been sold on Wilder's durability, but that was impressive in the Ortiz fight because, again, I considered Ortiz one of the top guys in the division, probably top five. I think most people would agree with that, even though he has a little bit of a gut and he's more of a counterpuncher. He's got good power. He's got a good chin, and Wilder was able to overcome. We haven't seen that really with Brazil at that level. Brazil, in my opinion, hasn't overcame that type of adversity of an Ortiz. Obviously, he didn't do it against AJ, but even past AJ, I don't think any of those fighters where he's faced uh, uh, adversity and his eyes are swollen, he's been dropped, they're not on the level of Ortiz. So this will be a second chance to prove that he can overcome adversity because unless he just comes out and they're in a wild exchange and he just happens to catch Wilder and blast them out, the odds are if he's going to win this, he's going to have to overcome severe adversity. So if you're looking at Brazil, I don't really see the straight line as being an option. Even though you're sitting at 685, how does he go 12 rounds and beat Deontay Wilder? He's no Tyson Fury. And you have not seen anybody be able to stand toe-to-toe with Wilder and win. So how are you going to beat Deontay Wilder? On the cards, if you're Dominic Brazil, I think that's a sucker's butt right there. You, he would have, it, it would have to be all on Wilder when he goes into this low punch output mode, where Brazil is able to walk him down, and Wilder just continues to look for the knockout shot, trying to set a trap, doesn't get it, and just doesn't throw any punches. And Brazil outworks him. He could do that with the jab alone. But that's a tough ask, man. The win is a tough ask. But to win on points against Wilders, in my opinion, with Brazil style and the way that he gets touched is even more difficult because he's not slick. So it's not like he can do what Fury did where Fury was winning rounds by not being touched and then counterpunching Wilder. Even like Ortiz, he was able to counterpunch Wilder. 
Brazil's probably going to be straight up in the grill of Wilder. And one, that makes it a lot more difficult to survive. And two, it makes it more likely that if he's going to win, it's because he tested the durability in the chinny chin chin of Wilder and it cracked. So if you're looking at Brazil, I think you're looking at Brazil wins inside. And when you look at his two lines currently, Brazil wins by decision is plus 1497. That opened at plus 945, but you can see with all the movement on one side, that's not surprising that his props are going up just like his straight line is going up. When you look at Brazil wins inside, currently it's plus 1105. That opened at 7. I think that's the right line as far as how Brazil would upset Deontay Wilder. I think you would have to get him out of there. Get him before you get got. That's the only way I see him winning the fight. As far as Wilder, yeah, he went to a decision against Fury. But look, the two knockdowns against a very slick guy and the last knockdown being a knockdown that would have knocked out probably 99% of the heavyweights. Like he was out and then his soul just came back and he popped up. It was amazing stuff. If he hits Brazil with those kind of punches, I think Brazil is eventually going to go. Even if you think Brazil has uh, durability and is a tough workman-like guy who has a decent enough chin and is willing to try and get knocked down and get back up and will fight with one eye swollen and a broken nose and all of that, all that's fine and well and it gives him a chance in the fight. But if you're taking that kind of abuse from Deontay Wilder, consistently more often than not you're not going to make it to the final bell that's it for this episode of fight junkie i will suck it to you tomorrow baby fight junkie out